Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. It's second hour. My, how time has flown by. It's 501 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's head up to uh, or over to Lake Houston. Check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning. John, good morning. How are you, man? Good and yourself, Captain. How's everybody today? It's all good, my friend. It's all good. Life's great. Getting to yes, go fishing and they're biting and... You know, it just we got these little little thunder boomers coming through every once in a while, but uh man, you know, I heard you and Blaine talking, but we had a pretty good one up here yesterday evening too. Oh, you know, man. it got that was a rip pretty shorter. rough. Yeah, that was pretty good and <laughs> Yes it yeah, was. Yeah, it was uh it was quite a lightning show, you know. Yeah, it was especially back, you know, down toward Baytown area over in your neck of the woods in that area, but it looked pretty, pretty rough over there. But, uh, I was, we had a bass club meeting last night and we were sitting there and heck, everybody was in their trucks. Nobody wanted to get out to go to the meeting. <laughs> we, <laughs> you know, we were just sitting there, you know, we needed a WebEx, you know, or something, but, right. uh, yeah, we, you know, we ended up getting out and getting under, they have that awning and, you know, they're at Lake Houston Marina, so we, we usually hang out under there anyhow, but uh, there were some pretty good waves coming in and smashing up against that bulkhead there. Yeah, there was some but wind with that storm. It was, it, it was. Uh, there was not a truck or a boat trailer in the uh, parking lot, so I'm glad, every, you know, if anybody was out there, they got off the lake, you know, put it that way. So, because it was, it was a little, it was a little rough out there, but, but now Mickey, uh, fishing's been pretty good. You know, the white bass has really been on fire, you know, you know, you can go out there and catch them pretty, pretty right. good, pretty quick. And they're, they're big. I mean, I sent you those pictures. Me and my yes. granddaughter went out there and caught a bunch and I uh, threw one fish back. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it, if it even looked close, you know, we, we mm. threw them back, but I never had, but one fish that we actually threw back. All Man. the rest of them were, you know, over two pounds. Yeah. They were, those they're, were some big fatties, man. Yeah, when you fillet one of those, and then now I cut mine kind of thin, you know, because I like my fish crispy. I'm not a big sushi eater, but you know, we uh, 
you know, when you fillet that one side and you get, I get three cuts out of it, you know, right. so it's, they're, they're big, but, uh, and they're fun, you know, to catch and they're, you know, they're pretty good eating. So, you know, they're, they'll fill the spot, you know, but, uh, it seems like there's a lot of people coming out there and catching them now. And the good thing too is you don't have to get out there at daylight. It it seems like to me the way we're catching them and we're just catching them on a little crankbait is they like it better when the sun's up. You know, you can get out there at 8 o'clock and still catch your limit before 10, you know. And, uh, you know, so it, it's pretty good. And catfish are still biting against the bulkhead. You know, so you can go catch you some catfish early, you want to, and then go out there and catch you some whites. And uh, you know, it's it's a fun time to be out there, and I'm sure it is everywhere. It sounds like a lot of people are catching a lot of fish. You know, anywhere around bass fishing's, you know, been real good too. We got a our Lake Houston Anglers Club tournament tomorrow. Um, out there and then we have anglers quest individual tournament sunday so you know there there'll be some some pretty good bags weighed in i know we were talking last night it'll probably be you know we're hoping 15 plus you know pounds which is a good stringer for lake houston you know for Mm. five fish so we're we're you know and you get lucky and get that Four and a half, five and a half, six pounder, you know, that'll bump your weight up there a little bit. So I'm sure it'll be one or two caught. But Oh, I'm sure. Somebody's going to get them. <laughs> well, yeah. They always yeah. do. Yeah. You get enough the of lake. them fishing out there, somebody's going to get lucky and sit right down on them, you know. Yeah, a lot of them guys, you know, they'll go out there and, and you know pattern the fish and get on them and all that i you know i quit doing that years ago i just show up and go fishing you know i will go out there every once in a while but i'm mainly looking at water clarity and you know but uh i'll go i'm not going to go today i haven't been all week uh i've been pretty busy at work but uh you know i'll just show up and go fishing and hey, if they're there, I'll catch them. If they're not, oh well, we'll uh, we'll donate, you know, to somebody's cause. So yeah, and some of these but guys for we'll tournaments, they them. end up beating their fish up before the you know the tournament day. They keep hitting yeah, their spots they do. and and uh, hair yep. lifting all their fish. Yep, they do. I you know, I don't know why, but you know, some people do. I'm. I'm not a big fan of that, you know, myself. I just, you know, I just got a few little areas I'll run and hit. My my thing is tomorrow I got about three areas I want to start in the morning, and I just got to narrow it down to which one I'm going to start at. So, right. You know, and, and uh, you know, Lake Houston's not, it, it's a big lake, but it, it doesn't fish big, you know, it's like a, a lot of the other lakes, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, you know, fish out there and, and a lot of us fish the same stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, it's it's like I've gone by boat docks and pumps or ridge or something that I want to fish, and there's a boat sitting on it, you know. So it's, uh, you know, everybody has their little areas, but, you know, everybody fishes the same stuff. Mm. So it's just it's a revolving door. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, and I'm sure you guys have the same thing. You know, I'll drive by a little area and then uh, – come back by you know 20 minutes later and there won't be nobody on it and i'll know somebody just fished it but i'll pull over there and fish it sometimes right. you catch them different angle different bait different you know, approach sometimes. different technique yep. different guy that's that's true yeah 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 the but, beaten uh, path <laughs> yeah yeah slow down or speed up you know uh it, it just and you, you kind of tend to learn how the other people fish, you know, because you see them, you know, and, and uh, you know, if, if you know a boat's throwing a crankbait, you know, and then you go out there and throw a finesse worm or, or you know, Carolina rig or something a little bit something slower. Something a little different, right. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll trick one into biting, you know. But, you know, that's that's all about you know, fish, you know, but, uh, the water's in pretty good shape, Mickey. I mean, it's cleaned up a little bit. Uh, it's still a little off color, but, uh, you know, these little rain showers coming in and it's not so much the rain, it's the wind, you know, with Lake Houston being a predominantly shallow water lake, you know, it doesn't take much to get that old mud and silt, you know, moving around and, uh, you know, it'll it'll muddy it up a little bit, but uh, I don't know. We're going fishing anyhow, so it it doesn't matter. It's the same for everybody. It is. But exactly. Yep. Yep. But we're uh, we're gonna go try to catch a few, and you know, see if we can get a few more points. And you know, we fish for to make angler of the year, or we fish, you know, to to uh, make the top 10 and at the end of the year, you know, we have our championship. So, you know, that's usually where the money is, you know, in the championship. So just like with anything else, you know, we play the little game during the year and try to get in there for the top 10 at the end of the year. And I don't know where we're going to go this year for that. Usually we go to Conroe, but it was mentioned last night that, we're not going to Conroe, so that'll be good. But we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah. But um, the water the water level um, I checked it last night, and it was a little bit above pool, like point three one above pool. So right. Um, it's still holding its water. I don't know if you saw or not, Mickey, but a couple of weeks ago there was an article came out where they're still working on that dam project, you know, to add those other gates. And they're getting a lot closer to, to getting that, you know, up and running. But, uh, you know, it's all about money, and you got to get, mm-hmm. you know, the right amount. But I did see where, uh, you know, they got quite a bit more money added to that project. So... 
but I haven't heard, you know, anything about when there would start construction or anything like that. So that's for the Lake Houston Dam, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know they're going to yeah, have to do some uh, work on uh, the one at Rayburn, too, this summer. They're going to have to drain the lake yeah. down. Yeah, and then whenever, you know, they'll put out warnings and stuff, you know, because they'll have to pull the lake down. Right. You know, even if they pull it down four or five feet, that's a lot of water for Lake Houston. Well, that you know, is it's not like lake. Rayburn. Yes, you sir. Know, yeah, four foot at Rayburn is nothing, you know, but especially here, there'll be a lot of coves and a lot of boat docks and people's boats will be sitting on dirt, you know, uh, because four feet's a ton of water out of Lake Houston. But, you know, that's uh, they got to do whatever they, you know, got to do to get all this water, you know, off whenever it uh, right. comes these big monsoons and downpours and flooding up people's houses, which is not good. So, yep. We're, yeah, uh, we're going to get back living at it. Down, downstream from a dam is not a, it's not a secure thing by any means. Boy, if the levee no. breaks, you know, that's, uh, no, it, that's something it's you got to really good, take good care of is, uh, these dam systems. Cause boy, yeah, we, well, they're put know, in for a reason, you know. Yeah, so. I know that Livingston has had some close calls on their dam over the years with some of these well, floods we've had. Pretty scary. Yeah, well, Con Conroe did, too, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it was yep. been several years ago. But, yeah, I mean, you, man, you bust one of them dams, and there's oh. a lot of people in trouble. Yes. You know. Not just for houses. I mean, you could lose lives, and we're talking about life. Know, that, yeah, that's that's real yeah, bad. that that's that's a different you know kind of like some of those hill country floods we used to hear about back in the day. Oh you know, yeah, they'd have those big floods up in the hill country and the flash floods. That's boy, that's not good. Oh well, no. well John, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call okay. you, give them a number, man. Sure, they can give me a call. Two eight one two two two. Eight five four four. Just give All me a right, call. John. Well, good luck, y'all. Right. Break a leg and get after it, man. All right, Captain. We'll see you. Thank you. Thanks, John. See you, buddy. Bye. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years, and that's the Mirror Lure Little John. What it is, it's a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. You attach it to a jig head for waiting or fishing out of the boat, and the Little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the Little John's injected with a secret fish-catching scent. It has a darting action. It makes it irresistible to game fish. And the Little John is so tough and durable that one bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait. And the Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, and it produces results day in and day out. That's the Mirror Lure Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle is sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Mirror Lure. Go to mirrorlure.com.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 519 here in the Bayou City. And uh, just uh, going through the motions, seeing a lot of a lot of ugly pictures from damage from that storm. Still sending them to me this morning. Well, let's run down Texas City Way and see how they uh, rode out that uh, lightning storm yesterday. Goodness. Good morning, Mr. Dave Fremont. How are you? Hey. Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's up? <clears throat> I've been listening to you. Just been listening to the show. Yeah. Best yeah. thing going this time this time of day, you know it. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that all the time out the boat. Hey, Captain, what do you think, man? What do you think? Uh, I don't know, but I'm not paid to think. I'm paid to produce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Pretty interesting afternoon, as everybody's been talking about their take of a little old thunder bumper that come rolling through my my wife and i headed towards texas city oh it's probably about uh, about three o'clock or something like that we have longtime friends that had hollered at us and said hey come on down and uh get some of these homegrown tomatoes we got them all Ooh. over the place and I, and I hadn't had any this year so I, I couldn't pass that deal up so we went on down to texas city and sat with them for a while and visited and I forget what all we did. We ran a couple other little errands. Of course, we had to run down to the waterfront and have a peek as well. And right. I guess it, I guess it was about five forty-five, six o'clock. I don't remember exactly when it was. We we got on uh, Highway Three heading on back uh, to League City, and man, it was uh, it was dark uh, up there in the north a little ways. And I was thinking, man, we were really going to be getting a good rain at the house in Lake City or right off of 96 and 45. But it came up on us a lot sooner than that when we got into uh, 
just the outskirts of Dickinson, uh, it it got really really windy and and uh, it was really really tough. So about the time we got into downtown Dickinson, uh, right there at uh, Highway Three and Five Seventeen, uh, that's when everything went nuts. I mean, uh, uh, hail. You name it. We had to we had to pull up underneath. Uh, I think it was a Texas First Bank awning, and hope that it didn't get ripped off. But that was a, that was the only thing that kept us from having some hail damage on the car. I mean, it was real. A couple other cars ended up pulling into there too. And we we kind of rode it out, and that that lightning was all over the place. Well, there were some lightning and, uh, strikes, wasn't there? My goodness. Ah, I mean, and uh, it was just blowing like crazy, and. It was strange. It was, you know, that time of day was still quite a bit of traffic, but all of a sudden there wasn't hardly anybody moving. And so we just sat there and rode it out the best we could. And my wife got a text from the neighbor, and she was checking on us. She was asking us if we were okay. And she thought we were at the house next door. And she said, lightning hit something, and I don't know what it was or what it is, but it was very close, and I was just calling to make sure y'all are okay, and and the wife told him that we were on the road and explained, well, I explained to you about where we were were sitting. Well, Mickey, when we, when that kind of went on through and we made it on home, we had to dodge a bunch of limbs and all that other junk, and we got to the the house, and lightning had struck uh, one of her trees, she didn't even know it at the time she texted us, but a little bit later, her daughter looked out the window and said, Mama, look at the tree out in the front. And it had hit that tree and blowed bark all over the place. And uh, I'll send you that one picture, but it... Yeah, it's a pretty it oak don't. tree. I'd lighten and uh, you ought to make some baseball bats out of that. <laughs> <laughs> like Wonder Boy. Remember uh, <laughs> field... What show was that? Built, not Built yeah. Dreams. Uh, oh, man, the Robert Redford one, The Natural. Yeah, the natural. I'll, I'll say yeah. The Natural, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonder uh, Boy. Yeah, well, at the... There's there's enough uh, there's enough trunk on it left to to do some of that. Uh, I've had a couple of I had one guy that's really versed in in trees. He says, "Hey, you know, it's one of those deals where sometimes some old oak trees will can can grow around that, but this one looked like it had split right down the middle of the trunk, it and did. I don't it know goes all the way up, man. That does not yeah. look good. It, it looks like dirt it came out. out the other side and looked, blew the dirt oh, out around the base of it. I, that was pretty yeah. good hit there, buddy." I believe it knocked the uh, the dirt right off the roots on down a ways. It, it and that really, right there really... is why you don't want to uh, run for shelter underneath a tree during a lightning storm. That right there will tell yeah. you all you need to know. I I didn't really even want to be underneath that awning. Uh, um, well, it's on a that, flat surface. On that, you know, that's yeah. what's good about uh, boats that have hard tops on them or flat tops when they're out in the guff and everything. Yeah. It'll it'll deter that somewhat. Yeah. So. Well, it kind of made things exciting, as everybody's had, uh, like I mentioned, their their take on the deal. It uh, it just cropped up kind of kind of quick and and did its thing, and um, it looked like the way it was heading uh, when it when it left us, it was going to make its way down to the uh, to maybe around Texas City and on across, probably more east of that. But uh, we went on home, like I say, and, and did our thing, and then. Uh, I, I headed uh, this morning uh, to Texas City again at about 
I guess it was about one o'clock this morning and went on down to Boyd's and checked the guys out there. We're working with the crawfish. The season's really, really winding down. We didn't have near as much going out wholesale. As, uh, I can't count real good past about 50, but I think there's probably about 500, 600 sacks that they had stacked up going into different different parts of the the area and so we still have some but uh it's definitely way down it's that time of the year and it ought to be but um i i, I took a look around there and I checked their bait situation like i always do and i said well we're going right out to the end of the dike and as i got down about a mile and a half or two miles i was dodging uh porta cans mickey they were all <laughs> over the road <laughs> wow <laughs> Laying down sideways, turned off. At first, I said, "What did a did a boat come off its trailer?" But it was it was a couple of porta cans there, right across the the roadway. So uh, I don't know whether uh, I stayed out to the end a while and watched some guys fishing. Uh, they were catching some specks out underneath the lights and generator and stuff, and uh, heading on back in. I, I doubt they probably even got it picked up, and I don't think anybody messed with them. And all I can say is, is be careful going around the Florida cans and uh, and what you see out there. What you see out there is not mullet. <laughs> it's not mullet. <laughs> okay, I'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh man, well, oh, how's y'all's geez. bait situation down there? Croakers and live shrimp and all that. Y'all got plenty for the well. Uh, right now, as it stands, we we don't have any live shrimp. I I'll. Tr- the wind, the wind was like nothing. Uh, when I left and headed back home at about uh, two thirty or so, the flags were limp, and I looked across at the leaves across the street, and I, I think that, that that his flag was up. So they may have some live shrimp. We've got plenty of live croakers, some real good croaker. We've been getting them from uh, oh down towards uh, south of Matagorda a bit, uh, and, and it's a real nice croaker. Yeah. Down that way, yeah. And, a lot of uh, croaker come from that Palacios area. Mm-hmm. And they look really, really good. And so we've got a bunch of those. And uh, I think we had a, uh, quite a few uh, finger mullet as well. But we'll have the the boats will be out this morning if, if they're not out dodging storms. And they'll they'll have us some uh, some live shrimp by. by uh, usually it's about eleven o'clock, so we'll we'll miss the early early folks coming down. But a lot of guys now are, are, are loading up on croaker. But um, I think Lee's, like I mentioned, will have some live shrimp across the street. Don't know how much they've got. Uh, all the dead stuff, and of course, as I mentioned a while ago, I don't know what we'll have retail side for crawfish, but I'll have something posted up on Facebook pretty soon, Mickey and. Uh, and we'll go from there. Hall of Fame tournaments going on. I saw real quick on the leaderboard they had some just under seven pounds on a, on a, the heaviest spec, and uh, just across the board some real nice fish. So the tournament's going well there. Good. That's good. And that's the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame tournament, fiftieth anniversary for the Hall of Fame tournament. Man, fifty years already. Good. Almost as old as we are. Almost. That's almost. Yeah, I remember I was a teenager when that uh, tournament started way back yeah. in the day. Like I was in high school. That's uh we'll have uh, uh we'll have the um um uh, tackle time tournament coming on up here won't be too much longer and uh, it'll run for a, about a week and a half i think it does and that's an oldie also Mickey as you well know yeah, it it's is. been around it a long is. time. Did JC still throw that? 
I think the JCs are are doing it for a while. Yeah. It switched off and somebody else had it, but I think Tech City uh, Chamber of Commerce JCs or whatever is still uh, running that thing, and they do a good job. So we'll yeah. see how things go with that as well. Well, looking at wind, it's uh, west at four at the dike and northwest at three in in Galveston. So uh, yeah, uh, we had no a, rain a in the little forecast bit today. Sunny with uh, a yeah. westerly factor in the wind. So hey, people need to get out and do it. It's nice. The water the water looked good in close around the port and then out towards the end. Um, it was blowing about five or so. Uh, the water yeah. was just a little bit off color. I bet the tide was moving. It had the water off color just a little bit, but. Uh, uh, there was folks out there fishing, quite a few of them, and a few of them was picking up some schoolies. I talked to one guy, and uh, this week has been uh, really good for for fishing at night out there. There's been some real nice fish caught, so uh, it's that time That's of year, good. and it ought to be there. Yeah, but it's been it's going to be all right. Well, awesome. Well, a great update from Boyd's One Stop. Uh, give some people some info, uh, you know, about Boyd's, how they get a hold of you down there, and how to. 227 Dyke Road. I mean, I know the drill. Do you? Oh, yes, you do. Yes, <laughs> you do. It's, uh, <laughs> we, uh, as I mentioned, we, we probably will have some live shrimp. I'm pretty sure that we'll have some, some cooked, uh, I said live shrimp. We'll get some live shrimp for about midday. Uh, live <laughs> crawfish, and then we'll have some cooked crawfish at the Cajun Grill. And I, uh, we'll also have some out there at the Santa Fe location, 16947 Highway 6 in santa fe and uh so uh, check out the boyd's one-stop facebook page i'll have something up there pretty early in the morning and then you can go to the boyds com and see what all's happening in the world of boyd's and mickey i sure appreciate you letting me stop in and and talk about the weather and fishing and all the things that are buddy that's all good but all the old old folks love to talk about the weather and we like to add the fishing part and all that jazz. It's and it ain't yes, nothing but good. You got it, buddy. Well, Dave, you have a good weekend. Always appreciate you on something on Fridays, and I'll talk to you next week. You be safe out there, bud. Thank you, Captain. You too, and everybody listening, y'all. Y'all take care and talk to you soon. Thank you, bud. See you. All right, that's Dave Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop on the Texas City Dyke. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's currently going on. That started Memorial Day. It'll run through Labor Day all summer long. That betters your chances to catch that life-changing fish. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish are swimming around in Texas inshore waters and other species to fish for inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And you can offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bog, Hall Power Polaris, Texas Fishing Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, 713-626-4222, and sign up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 537 here in the Bayou City. Final segment already. No better way to wrap her up than with Captain Steve Hillman on a Friday morning. Stevie, what's up, man? Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I couldn't be better, hadn't you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm going to wrap her up today and take a day off tomorrow, finally. I'm ready for Good it. for you. Yeah, you need yeah. to. But no, it's, uh, I've kind of seen a steady, steady decline in my bite in the last uh, four or five days. It's it's gotten uh, tougher and tougher on us. Yeah, it's you know, starting, a lot of, starting a lot out of people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, starting out last Friday, last time I talked to you, I think uh, that morning after after I got off the radio, we got out there kind of late and piddled around. And some, I've been looking at a lot of new stuff, just trying to find something different, and uh, found a few things, but not much. Kind of keep going back to the well a little bit, but uh, you have to. I looked, yeah, I looked around, and, and we hit a couple of different areas. And I had uh, Craig Brandstetter, a couple of his customers, and, and uh, I guess it was about, man, 7 o'clock, and, and we pulled up to a little reef. One I'd been catching some little fish on, but hadn't really caught much on, mm-hmm. a few keepers here and there. And we started catching gaff top and <laughs> just pencils. And, I mean, I'm just pulling my hair out. If I have to look at another gaff top, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've never seen so many in my life, but. Anyway, I'm pulling my hair out, and I'm like, okay, guys, we're gonna, I'm going to troll around and get the other side of the school, see if maybe we're just on the wrong side of the school or what. And, uh, man, we started – these jumbo white shrimp start just flying out of the water. 
Well, oh, there's some big trout. white shrimp in the bay right now, isn't there? Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, they're probably – they're not 912s, but they're, they're close. They're, <laughs> some of them are 1315s. 1315s, I mean, yeah, they're big. They're – they're. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, you'll see some smaller ones mixed in. But, but anyway, these uh, – all of a sudden, two-pound trout just start – poking holes in the surface man and there's there's these white shrimp blowing out and, and it was i put my rod up i mean it was every cast for the guys top waters and tails and it, and it, it was pretty special stuff over just over shelling about nine foot of water and uh and we left there at eight o'clock went looking for reds and everything and never found any keeper reds um there's a few oversized schools roaming around out there but uh, I'm really struggling with the. Yeah, I'm struggling. Lane and with I were talking reds, about that man. yesterday. Going, man, where are all the slot reds? It's, I'm so sick of catching oversized. I'm sick. It's of crazy. It. I don't even. I don't even stop unless somebody. The other day, I saw a school and I didn't even say anything to my guys. I just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was already worn out from taking gaff top off the line. But Friday, where I'm going, where I'm going with this. Friday was my last day, my last really good day. Mm. Uh, Saturday, we we did okay Saturday morning. I had that multi-boat deal. And, and uh, of course, I'm the last one out because I got to get everybody, you know, me and Craig got to get everybody squared away. And, uh, and we landed right on top of some fish, but it just didn't last very long. And, and they didn't want to – I had a couple people from uh, Maryland, and and, uh, <clears throat> and they didn't want to keep anything anyway. But right. uh, they just want well, to – you know, anyway, so – yeah, I've had actually I've had I think three groups in the last week that just either didn't want to keep anything or just kept a few a piece, you know. But it but I could see it was slowing down that day. It's Saturday, uh, yeah, it was Saturday. That was the day everything I, I could kind of see the writing on the wall. And then Sunday I had uh, Chris Bridges and his dad Gary, and we didn't get out there till like nine o'clock because we had all the storms that morning, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was blowing like north at a bunch, like north northeast shoot i don't know 20 when we we're out there it didn't get right till about noon and we only caught four fish we only caught four uh four legal trout sunday that's the worst day i've had in a while caught a bunch of pencils but one of the areas we were going to wade and one of the areas uh where me and uh taylor and travis and justin had gone those day and caught some nice fish i was pulling up to that area and we we're getting ready to jump out actually i put the hook out and gary had already jumped out me and chris were fixing to jump out and I showed him where those fish were, and he's walking towards this little reef. And I'm, I've seen it before, but not like this, man. It was crazy. A school of dolphins. I thought there was, I thought it was a shark at first, and it was a school of maybe I don't know eight or ten dolphins came in about thigh deep water, and they were absolutely destroying these trout. There were trout flying out of the water. The water got muddy. It was insane. And uh, and then the wind picked up. We didn't even end up fishing there. And I went on down the shoreline to another patch of fish. That those have been a little bit smaller, and um, and damn if they didn't do the same thing. I don't know if it was the same group of dolphin or not, but uh, only two schools of fish on that shoreline, and the dolphins found both of them right in front of us. But uh, but that was a bad day. Sunday was a really tough day, really really tough. And then uh, Monday through yesterday just grind and grind and grind and i think i had i've been i've been waiting like every other day we're drifting waiting drifting waiting and i'm fishing three different parts of the bay 
and I've got like three patches of fish in each in each part of the bay we're fishing. And uh, some days they eat a little bit. They try to, but man, some, yesterday they didn't want to do anything in that Tat Doll tournament. It was it was tough. But uh, you know, and I went back to where I, I had a group of new guys. They uh, about three days ago, and we waited, and we didn't set the world on fire. I mean, between the I had four guys, and so between the five of us, we probably caught 60 fish, and we had, I think, 16 legal fish, and I think three of the guys kept a couple piece to take home. But we had, like, six fish over 20 inches. We didn't have anything mm-hmm. over 22, but we had some solid fish, right? Right. And so I took those guys, uh, Garrett and them, yes, and, uh, and the Pat Doyle tournament, I took them back to where I'd caught, we'd caught the, those better fish. Man, everything changed. The tide was gone, and uh tide was like a foot, foot and a half low. We had a west wind, and uh, but it was fishable. It was fishable. It wasn't optimum for what I was doing, but in my mind, those fish, I've hit them three times in the last week and a half, and the water temperature hasn't changed all that much. In my mind, those fish are living there, right? I mean, they're not going to go anywhere in 48 hours. So regardless of the conditions, we ought to be able to, catch five solid trout (laughs) sounds so easy right right man we caught pencil after pencil we didn't even get a lot of bites in some areas and uh i think we had two we had two keeper trout and on the way in i hit one other spot and we caught five there so (laughs) we had seven fish and it was funny (laughs) we were debating on whether whether they should go to the weigh-in or not and uh (laughs) And and I said, man, you never know. I said, I think it might have been tough on a lot of people today. You can just tell. And right. of course, yeah, we're in the we're in the yeah we're in the lure division, of course. And and uh, uh, so I'm not worried about what the bait guys caught. And I know somebody on that side is always going to get them. And anyway, and Garrett says, uh, yeah, we probably should go, you know. And and uh, I said, you got a cooler? And he said, man, I don't have a cooler. He said, all I got is this water burger bag that. I brought our taquitos in from this morning. <laughs> he put all five of our fish in a plastic water burger bag. Went to weigh in with them. What a yeah, sack of toad, buddy. Hey, how, when you put your how, five fish in a water burger bag, man, that's uh, that's pretty sad, ain't it? <laughs> that is, it's, it was one of the saddest moments oh, of my Lord. life. <laughs> and we well, were that's just all rolling. you need for Galveston weigh-ins now is just uh, plastic water burger bags, man. Yeah, a plastic water burger bag, oh, bag and a Playmate cooler, and you're good to go. <laughs> but, no, it was, it was embarrassing. And uh, we had 7.4 pounds with five fish. And, <laughs> Boy, hey, you, there was 20. You nuked them. <laughs> hey, there was 22 teams in the lure division, and we were in eighth with that. That's how tough it was. I think James had 10-something. I saw him on the board, and. I think he might have got second. I think LG got first with 11-something. I don't know. I could be wrong about oh. that, but I know they were right up there. But it was tough. And then the, uh, That's some epic fishing, man. I Blaine, tell you, man. Somebody, it, Blaine talked to somebody that was overwhelmingly positive talking about how great it was down south. You oh, know, that's boy. where all – it was just uh, epic and all this, and I think he got some – bad information <laughs> well you know honestly i was trying to win i was trying to win i got up at well, sure, that's what, well that's morning. what you fish for is to win and, man yeah and i don't i don't care about the stupid paycheck or anything I, if it's a tournament you want to give it your all and try to win for you and your guys right and uh 
we got up extra early, met them earlier than I've met anybody this year at the ramp and got out on our spot. And of course, you couldn't cast till 6 a.m. And we stood there and waited. And, and uh, it, I mean, I went all, we did every, I did everything I thought I should do to win. We didn't right. go just trying to catch like a regular old trip like I'm going to do today, which I probably won't catch anything today. But, but I almost feel like, I almost feel like if we'd have just gone fishing and not worried about trying to catch five good ones, we might have actually done a little bit better if you look at the weights, you know. But who knows? It just I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But but you know, it just it's a tough one to swallow when you when you work your tail off every day and you think you've got some fish him down and you you kind of feel like you kind of right. let your guys down. But but at any rate, so there was 22 teams in the lure division and 55 in the uh, in the meat division. And um, and I think the biggest trout in the in the lure in the I'm sorry in the bait division was five pounds, and there was not I think in the in the uh, artificial division it was three something. I mean, you're talking about That's 77 epic. 77 teams and one trout over five pounds. As best well, I can times, tell from the board. They were putting four anglers per boat plus a guide. That's five people per boat. So that's yeah, it's a lot of people. A lot of a lot of baits in the water. Isn't that crazy? That. Yep. I mean, it was it was a tough bite for sure, but man, I'm gonna tell you. And we were talking about it. Uh, me and John Merrill, he was on the boat with us yesterday. It was me, John Garrett, Reagan, and then uh, uh, David Plitt, and oh gosh, dang it, JJ uh, James Johnson. But we uh, we were all talking about it yesterday, and uh, mainly me and John, because John and I grew up together. We've been fishing together forever, and we used to have all these spots for a West wind and a Southwest wind. And yeah, it was tough and all that, but man, it, it shouldn't have been that tough. And the tides no. were jacked up and I don't know. I mean, we can keep finding excuses, but it was like, I'm worried about starting. Uh, I'm talking, I'm taking off tomorrow, but Sunday we go back to that like Southwest at 20, 15 to 20, I think right. is what the forecast I saw. And I'm worried about where I'm going to take people. Used to, I had half. We had Half Moon. We had the Levee. We had Dollar. We had Mosquito. We had we had uh, Campbell's. All those would produce on a southwest wind. And you can still catch a handful of fish at all those areas. But man, it's just not the same. It's it's not even no, close. No, it's not. It's not. And not so, yeah. So what you end up doing is. What I end up doing, because I'm not going to take people and steal their money, if I think we're going to go out there and bust our ass and just catch four, four or five fish all day, I might, I might tell them, hey, y'all want to reschedule or something. You know what I mean? Whereas in years past, you had the confidence, you knew when you put the boat in the water, hey, I can go straight to the moon and catch them or something like that. You know what I mean? We don't have that. We don't really have that to lean on anymore. So it kind of, kind of changes the way you run your business as a fishing guide. It really does. Yeah, it does. It does mine anyway, you know, the way I run my business. But uh, I don't know. Maybe some more tide runners will come in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, when it was calm, hand, yeah. <laughs> But leading up to that moon last week, every day was really good. It was really easy fishing. I mean, really easy fishing. And I know all those fish didn't get caught. I know they didn't all swim off. And, you know, we did get on the backside of this moon, and then we had some – kind of screwed up tides real hard went back to that real hard income and water getting muddy on the channel you know i just we're back to that again and it's like if it's not one thing it's another but i know all these fish didn't swim off but 
but and also but also know they're not everywhere no well, there was a lot of dead ones hit them cleaning tables last week because i witnessed it on social media i'm going my yeah. goodness gracious it's just dead yeah. stuff everywhere but at least it was uh you know a little better seeing some dead snapper on the tables instead of just right. bloody trout, you know <laughs> everywhere yeah at least we got to see yeah. some dead snappers well before too yeah. long we'll be looking at dead dove tailgate shots and teal and and uh, dead deer, and dead ducks, and <laughs> man, you know the dead deer. I, dead buck. To, to me, that's a little different. Looking at a nice buck, but a dead pile of fish, a dead pile of ducks. Those, all those pictures look the same to me. They do. It's, a, it's all the same. Right. I mean, it. Uh, in in all the fish, all these trout, they're all the same size. They're like clones. Yeah, seen but one, you know, seen them all. In all honesty, and I have some customers that take pictures and stuff. It's memories for a lot of these people that, well, that don't it get is, to go a lot. But, I mean, but then there's certain guides that, that and people that do well, it more for ego that's than anything else. The guides that do it, I don't see any of the regular, you know, the pilgrims doing it. Right, right. But oh well. Hopefully, I can get enough to fill up a water bag, water burger bag today. Hey so. man, that's a, I'm. <laughs> That's, I'm going to start saving my Whataburger bags. I can put my fish in them. There you go, man. Well, this was all a pretty right. big plastic bag, though. It was, in all honesty, you know, it, our biggest trout was 17 inches, so we had some hogs. Yeah. Well, taquito-sized trout. <laughs> they were. <laughs> They're taquitos. Okay. All right, buddy, I got to run. Steve, somebody wants to call you about fishing, give them a number, man. <laughs> all right, man. Four, 409-256-7937. All right, go break a leg, brother. See you, man. All right. All right, thanks, <laughs> all right later. All right, that's Captain Steve Hillman. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.